Yo, 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 this is Andy with the 90s Galore Podcast, and you're listening to my main men, Rob Lee and Dan D of the Mastermind Team's Robcast. Welcome to a brand spanking new episode of Getting to the Truth in This Art. I am Rob Lee, and today I have with me a guest. Uh, I'm going to call you the creative king, man. I'm going to have, <laughs> have Jarrell, the creative king here, uh, noted... Um, you know what? I'll let you intro that component. I'll say you're a talented, like, I want to say clothing designer, but it feels like it's a little different than that. But how would, how would you describe that? How would you describe like what you do? Um, like, I'm just a hat maker. Like, I don't know. Like, but, but I do other things too. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, um, I usually, I, I just usually say like, I'm just a guy that makes hats. Like, like, I mean, sometimes you get a, you get a little, you get a, you get some surprises here and there. I can do some other things or whatever, but I just, I just love hats. You know what I mean? That's what I'm all about. I don't know, Mad Hatter or whatever you want to call it. Like, no, no. nice. I like that. I like that actually. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. I, I, I first became aware of you through like my girlfriend, actually. Um, she bought me, I think a few pieces. It was like maybe a shirt and maybe like a jacket or something. And one one was like a birthday present. So I was like in New Orleans with this like wild stadium jacket on, and it just had like Creative King on the back or have you. And I was like, yo, yo, that's dope. So you caught one of those, nice. Yeah, nice. she yeah she got one for, for her birthday. <laughs> so it's me. I'm all like three hundred fuck three hundred pounds or what have you, six four, in like the stadium jacket, all black in New Orleans, like getting loose, and um, I had this like this oh, other t shirt, <laughs> and it, and, it, and it's it's dope and. You know, I'm um, I'm a more of a hat guy as well. Like, so definitely we'll have to, you know, chat about a few different things. I saw some awesome pieces, but let's let's get into a few kind of kind of questions about like your your background and you know I run on the site. Uh, Creative King is a brand that specializes in handmade like headwear and limited apparel and accessories. The brand started in Baltimore in 2010, um, and it now sells worldwide. That's what I got directly off the website, cut and paste, right. flat. Um, so it's deeper. It's deeper than hats, right? So, like, what would you say your first? What was your first like, like article of clothing, accessories, what have you, that that you put together? You were like, you know what? This is this is the number one. This is the first thing that's going out. Um, uh, you talking about as far as like like what? Just anything um, that I've done. Yeah, anything you've done. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh well, uh, first it took it really it took me like uh it took me for for hats it, like that was my biggest breakthrough or anything like that was the that was the time that I stepped out of my shell and I wanted to like actually do something that I got tired of talking about doing. So with the hats, it's like uh, like I said, it took two years for me to perfect like for something for something that made me comfortable to want to sell. So okay. um, I, I I can't even remember which ones it was, but like. Uh, I don't know, like I just went for two years straight, just just like beating myself up, my being my worst critic and whatever. And like when I I made my the first five panel I thought was worthy to sell, I went down to sixteen tons in Hamden. And I just that's why I took my that's why I, that's why I got my really got my start of people seeing my stuff. So yeah, I, I mean, don't know if I answered that question fully, but <laughs> no, no, you did totally. Um, and then it's funny because that's like my, my girl shops there all the time. So that's likely where she came across some of your stuff. It's like, yo, Rob doesn't like this. He's going to wear this. Nice, I was like, nice. I am. I am. And, you know, that's the thing. Like, I think Baltimore has a very 
specific like style, a very specific style in many areas from accent, right. from slang, from maybe even visual, like aesthetic or what have you, you know, right, and right. as far as like what you do, how does that is what you do in terms of like accessories, hats and so on. How does that relate back to like, how's that like, that's a Baltimore brand right there. That's coming out of Baltimore. That's in Baltimore. Um, just it just all goes back to like um where I where I started at like everybody everybody in the city knows of my stuff from being in Hamden so and the, like that was one of the that was a place that, that the craft had took its fold and now I learned like how to how to use different like textures and colors it I, I when I first started off it was a lot of like earth tones and like um. I don't know, like, I, I don't I feel bad saying, like, it's based off of, like, the whole hipster transplant movement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, like, uh, Baltimore, I don't know, when I think of Baltimore style, I think of, like, streetwear and, like, um, just the aesthetic of the East and West as far as, like, how people dress um, Air Force Ones and, and stuff like that. But at the same time, like, uh, it, there came a time when we started getting the an influx of different peoples from different different parts of the country and the style kind of like uh oh no it, it kind of spread it out a little bit more so i feel like with my hats i feel like my hats just really meets the uh, fits the mold and like um a lot of people different people from different like um i don't know i don't know how we how I would say it um uh different aspects of fashion like i don't know they just click with them like it's a universal product yeah so yeah, I dig it. Like some of the the recent stuff, because I follow you on the gram, I follow you on Instagram, and you know, seeing like just some of the stuff that's coming out now, it's like, okay, that's that's a lot of different stuff going on right here, and that will match with so many different things to complement so many different things. So definitely, kind yeah, of, it's very random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> so, so in it, what, how, how do you craft? Because like I see like maybe materials that were from let's say X brand. And then within a couple of days, it's like, okay, that's a hat that looks just like the, is that, you know, intentional? What, what is, what is that process? Like taking me, well, everything. From... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Please. I mean, every, everything, everything is experimental with me. You know what I mean? So I really have no agenda. Like, uh, as far as like, well, it's not really organized in the ways that, that people will go by, like what, what's good for spring or summer or fall. I stick with the different materials for those different climates, whether it be in the summertime, I use a lot of like light nylons or the winter I use like more tweed and wools. Like, but there's, there's really no boundary. It's whatever I feel really It's whatever inspires me. Sometimes I want to do like, uh, say, I don't know if you ever seen my, I did a, a whole collection of hats made out of different various bank bags from different states and like, uh, had different like sayings on them with like a uh, thousand dollar nickels and stuff like that. Just like sometimes I do like little collections of things like that. But most of the time, a lot of the stuff I drop is um, as of the last couple of years have been like a lot of repurposed things, but just really scattered about. Like, you know what I mean? It's like a it's just like a rainbow of different kinds of flavors. Like I got I try to make a, a lot of uh, a lot of different things and put them up and sit, like do like a uh, drops where I make like a lot of different um different pieces that are like just totally like I don't know like just different from one another nothing's the same and like that, that just draws in that, that that whole clutter of people that, that that flock to the site that are like into different things and like I don't know it just tends to like uh, I don't know everything just tends to just move that way yeah I dig it like even going back through it like I, you know seeing some of like the old polo stuff I'm like yo 
Yo, <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah, like, man. all right, I'm gonna pin yeah, like tw- this Trump 1200 right now. How I'm gonna spin it? <laughs> yeah, man, like, uh, oh no, man, though, like, but the swim trunk stuff, the, I, I don't know if you ever see the hashtag, I, I dubbed it the swim trunk challenge. Okay, and, like, I used to always, I used to always be like, damn, man, like, uh, damn, one day I'm gonna make some hats, man, but I'm gonna make some dope stuff. And then I thought about it one day, I was like, oh no, like, uh, I, 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 this was after I was just making. Like my own stuff. I used to make like runs of 10 of things. I'll make like the same color of one thing and just run it while I make like 12 or 10 of them and then like do different different batches like that. But then one day it just clicked to me. It's like, man, I don't know. I used to thrift a lot. So I used to always come up on like the dopest like Tommy Hilfiger polo swim trunks from like from, like the 90s. And like, well, I don't know if people noticed, but those swim trunks back then had more detail. Yeah. And I was like, man, I don't know, man. Like, this would be cool as a hat. So one day I just took one home and I just broke it down. I was like, man, I'm going to use the zipper pocket. Oh, I'm going to put this patch right here. I'm going to put this patch right there. And, like, I, I was just experimenting, man. And, like, I, I made the first one. I think I think it was, like, a pair of, like, um black and lime green Tommy Hilfiger swim trunks with the Tommy selling patch. And it had, like, a clear, like, one of those neon green clear pockets on it. So I, I, I made that, man, and, like, I posted it on IG, and people went fucking bananas, man. It was crazy. Like, <laughs> oh, no, it was just it was just dope, man, just for that to take form. And, like, it blew my mind. Like, every every to this day, when I still make those those hats, like the swim trunk hats, I get so giddy and excited because it's so fun, man, because I never know what it's going to turn out. And a lot of times things turn out coordinated and different. Like, the layout, like, always people say, oh, man, your layouts are so cool. It's like, really, it's never really plain. I just, I'm just, I'm just blindly like happy, like just cutting it up. And then like, once I finish making, I'm like, oh shit, they're like coordinated really well. You're you're out here free jazzing, man. Like, (laughs) yeah, man. Like it's, it's fun, man. You know what I mean? It's it's like, um, I don't know. Like, like I said, I get a rush from it, man. Um, uh, like for a little bit of my backstory for like eight years, I I was, I was a janitor at a high school. I worked at Glenburn high school. Okay. Like so, I did that for like eight years, and like I used to all Instagram first came out. It was like you had like a front row to like getting to see how different designers like do their their thing. Because beforehand, you used to never really know. Like unless you like when YouTube came out, you start watching videos of interviews with people and you didn't know that process. But back in the day, you you only can depend on like what articles and stuff. But like when you got when Instagram came out, it like really opened my eyes up to like how people lay lay out like their product or like how they take certain steps depending on what they show. And like, I don't know, I just try to take from that model. And like one day it just got in me. I was like, man, you know what? I've always been in the hat. So I'm going to try to make a hat. And it just shot from there. I mean, what you're what you're doing, I'm just like going scrolling through yet again. And what, what you're doing is very, very unique in, in in my estimation. I may know nothing, but I dig what you're doing. It's unique. It has a certain energy and a certain flair to it. And as a man who I mean, despite not getting this my quarantine haircut or anything, my hair's growing back. But as a man that is slowly going bald, I'll be wearing more hats. And <laughs> I, I see pieces like that the uh, that that navy Dior piece. That shit is fire. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I had some stuff picked out um, for for this podcast because I thought we was meeting somewhere. I was gonna definitely bring you on. Oh, so, but man. like, I have to I have to like get some sent to you and get your address after this and whatnot. Uh, that's a bet. Um, yeah, because like um, we were going to do the, the whole setup and I really wanted to do it at um, Big Improv. That's where I record this podcast and all of the nice, ATR nice. stuff. And um, I was just like, yo, you know, we all got to be socially distant and all of that. So let's just right, right. do the thing. Um, but yeah, definitely. I, 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 
one of the things that I really dig is just someone that kind of takes something and makes it their own. And that's what I'm getting off of late so far in this conversation and even going through your Instagram, like it's like, look, this is what I feel right now. And this is the direction I'm going at with it. And it has this really talented, like self-taught. Did you have any like professional training, sewing, anything along those lines, or is it just purely good? So the way I, the way I started out uh, was, I mean, like I said, I I wanted to make a hat when I, I I remember what it was like 2010, 2011, people were doing like brim swaps on sports caps. You know I mean? I I tried doing that. Um, I had no sewing machines or anything like, uh, I was using, doing hand sewing, trying to do it. And that, that was a bust. But one day I was like, man, you know what? I got to get myself a sewing machine. So I went to Walmart and then with the help of YouTube, (laughs) <laughs> which is like a, a library of Alexandria. You know what I mean? You have everything on there that you need. You can like look things up. So I, I looked up there and I learned how to like, oh no, I learned how to thread my machine. I learned how to start a stitch, like little stuff. I started on, on that and I did that by myself for like two years. And then um, uh, I took my first batch of hats to 16 times and then they put them up in the store. And then a guy came through one day, which is Jeremiah Jones, Jeremiah Jones of Solab USA. Um, they're making a lot of face masks right now for Baltimore um, and for like the surrounding area. Um, and like also the brand Holdfast is from out of Solab USA, which they own that too. Um, Jeremiah Jones stopped in, the, uh, he stopped in 16 times and he seen my hats and he was like, oh, this is cool. He's like, this guy can use some help though with like this and this. And then Daniel Wiley that, that ran 16 times at the time. He was like, oh, yay, this guy, this guy stopped in and said, hey, he can help you out. He left his phone number and just give him a call. And that shop was like down at the corner of Chestnut and Falls Road in Hampton. So yeah. um, I went down there and like I met up with him and like seen his operation. I'm like, whoa, like I never used this industrial sewing machine or any of that. Um, and then I started working there and like he, I started working there like part time um, and started learning a craft even more. But that's where I got more into sewing like straps, like by the bicycle straps and like making bags and like fanny packs and stuff, learning yeah. different routes, getting like an education. Like that was my college. You know what I mean? So like going deeper into that, like I ended up like quitting. I, I, I resigned early from my job, like after like nine years of working for the school board around the county. And I started working there and like I took like a, I don't know, man, I just took a step, I had to take a step down a little bit financially to like pursue this. Cause I was like, man, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put it all in and like try to learn as much as I can so I can like push my own thing. I dig so, it. I mean, that's, that's what it takes when you're a creative and when you're yeah. an, an artist in many regards and like, I'm kind of like trying to balance that. And like, I've been podcasting for 11 years and nice. you know, it's kind of one of those things where a lot of my free money, you know, like it goes to, we need new mics. We need new this. We need fucking SEO. We need all of these different things to get this out there because like, I feel like communication is a big thing and we all kind of communicate in different ways through different mediums. So like, right. You know, it's there. Um, so how would you say like, personally, how would you say your personal style has evolved over the years and has that been impacted by you learning a bit more and taking these, I guess I'll call them like kind of this apprenticeship kind of vibe, like learning like the industrial sewing and all of that stuff. Like how has your personal style maybe evolved over like the years and since you've been, you know, doing doing hats and accessories and such? Um, my personal style as in how I create my hats or 
um, your personal style is in like, all right, yeah, that that stitching job and those jeans, that's just not good. Moving on, moving to the right, that right. Ladder. Oh yeah. man, oh man, like that part of it, like on a, the the first like couple years, I used to like stress myself out so bad, like because I was so critical about that stuff. Because <laughs> oh no, like it's it's different for a person to see something you made, and I I've, I've been noticing this lately, like when people make something first they'll make the first thing they ever made like say it's a hat or a jacket or something and i mean like for a person that sews a lot that knows sewing they look at it and they'd be like they're like damn you don't really know how to do this but you put this together and like i'm impressed that you put it together like for a person that that, that doesn't have the train eye to like see like um i don't know imperfections in sewing they'll look at it and they'll be like dude that shit's fucking awesome Right. So me, I want to I want to make it to the best ability so it can be times 10. Like it gets to the point like was sometimes when people see one of the hats and they'd be like, damn, I thought you were getting these things embroidered like or I thought you was using like a base hat. Like I had I, had, I get people all the time that want custom hats and they'll call me and be like, what kind of hat should I send so you can use as a base hat to like cover up? I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm not pasting material on top of this. I'm like, I'm making your hat from scratch, like making cookies. You know what I mean? So like, like that, like that's the approach I take to it. And like my, my personal style has evolved because uh, I chose to step outside the box and like try to do like, like, I don't know if you've seen some of the hats where it's like, four different pairs of swim trunks matched into one where I'm like sewing them all together and cutting out the panels. And like, you have like, you having like blue, yellow and orange and these crazy shapes yes, like, going yeah. all throughout the hats. Like, so like that's how my style evolved. Um, just trying to be different. There's a lot of people making hats now that, that, that got into it, which I'm happy for. I've never hate on people for jumping on something that's hot. You know what I mean? But I'm going to always try to evolve and make it look way different than what you're doing. Like, so I'm going to always, I'm always going to try to like step outside the box and like do it, do it way better. Like some people are like, oh, well, it's net on to the next thing because this thing is being oversaturated. Not me. I'm going to keep reinventing and reinventing as much as possible. Like, because there's no boundary. I mean, you don't have to be modest, man. Just say you're living in the matrix, man. You're just like, look, I'm getting bored <laughs> with all this other shit. But yeah, I, I agree with that notion where I, I look at it the same way when it comes to podcasting. Like it's maybe a million or so podcasts right now. Not all of them are good. And, you know, what I aim to do is try to put out something that's good content I actually want to listen to. Like, I'm a podcaster that doesn't like podcasts. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, look, I have a certain ear. I, you know, just approach to things that, and doing it as long as I have, and not just being a guy that gets on mic. I know how to do a little sound engineering. I know I do a little bit of everything that I've been able to do it by myself, self-sustaining for the longest time. Right. 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 When you see certain things like social media, like um, my man, Teddy Riley, it's like, yeah, you didn't do a sound check, my G. Like what's good. What's good. (laughs) That was hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So like working, I guess, in in fashion or what have you, you kind of touched a little bit on I think on like like different trends or what have you. If something's hot now, everybody wants to do their version of it. What would you say like what's the biggest difference that you'll see like now, what 10, 9, 10 years into doing this, like that wasn't there like in 2010. So like from 2010 to now, what do you say like the biggest change has been from what you've seen, like the industry or what you've seen around or with people within your network? Well, I'm seeing people being more relaxed these days with um, 
remakes of things from an artistic standpoint and from a person that's not the the entity that's making it. Like basically, like that, like ten years ago, if you was to be making like stuff out of polo trunks, people would definitely be frying your ass and being like, "Oh, yo, you trying to make some knockoff shit, man? Oh, no, nah, bump that. That's that foo foo." Like, but now <laughs> people people are more open to it now. People are more open to different things because like they're looking at these big brands keep trying to reinvent themselves and they're looking at them, but they're seeing now they're seeing these big brands getting a lot of things that they do from the people in the streets. So the people are really seeing like, well, hell, if they're getting it from the people in the streets, why not look at these people take their product that they had that's kind of getting dull and giving it like something, a splash up, which Polo is never dull. I, like, let me let me get that straight. I'm not saying Polo is dull at all. Like I'm, my shit's not like up there with like, I don't know. Like, like I, I like the stuff I make. I think it's really experimental and awesome. I never down it, but I'm not gonna say like I'm saying. I'm not trying to say Polo is white. Polo is the shit. You know what I mean? I'm just showing my outtake on it. You know what I mean? I would never diss Uncle Ralph like that. No, like, dude. So. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> like going from I want to say it was a couple years ago. Like I lost a lot of weight and I wore, wore nothing but Polo shit, and I was crestfallen <laughs> when I couldn't fit it anymore. I was like, "What will I ever do with this 3x rugby? Like, what's gonna happen with it?" I wish I knew right. you. Like, yo. Can you just take these? I don't want to just give them to some like lesser. Give them to someone that's going to create something with it. Here, you know, take it. I'm I'm going to look through my shit because there's a lot of shit in this crib that's like really good, like polo shit that I just can't fit anymore. Yeah, man. That's the see. That's the cool thing about it. Like, um, I wait. I don't know if you you, you heard of the 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 low teak on Instagram. Like, I, I used to buy a lot of stuff from that guy. Um, still do. And that that guy has like a crazy polo inventory. But for for a little bit, he was selling like damaged polo, and I'm like, ah, oh, dude, that's perfect. Because I'm not gonna lie. Because sometimes, man, people be sending like those those casino jackets to me. Yeah. Those jackets be like three sixty eight, and they're like, yeah, I want four hats. I'm like. You really want to cut this up? But then I'm like, yo, it looks so fly as a long build, man. I'm like, yo, that's so sick. I was like, if it was me, I probably wouldn't cut it. But hey, that, that's sending it in to get it cut up and make a hat. I'm like, damn, like people really filling these hats. I'm like, shit, man. Like, just gotta keep stepping it up. Like, um, and, and like it, it got like like I said too earlier, like it just it, it got a little boring just making like turning like a Tommy Hilfiger shirt or a polo shirt into just a hat. I wanted to like go outside the box. So you'll see some with padded mesh or you'll see some with like, um, I don't know, with drawstrings, like elastic drawstrings, stuff like that. Like just trying to like spice it up. But yeah, man, it's, it's crazy, man. Like it's, almost like it's almost like looking at like one of the things that I used to really be into like rap, more so the production side of it. And I, I would look for... You know, it, it, it's not, you can, almost can't say his name in certain breaths now, but like I would go through like old Kanye West beats. And I'm like, yo, okay, that's where that sample came from. I always right. look for like, how did this person chop this sample? How was this thing repurposed? And that's what I'm seeing with what you're doing. It's like, okay, I've, this is the original item. How is this re? What? You did that with that? All right, then. And, <laughs> you know, I, I admire that. I admire that, like the pivot, you know, and that's a lot like the pivot. Is something that I think we're all really experiencing now, and it kind of shows you like, is your business flexible? You know what I mean? I think, you know, you being online and all, like, I think that that's definitely a flexible pivot because I was reading earlier that a lot of businesses are in a tough spot due to, you know, what's going on right now in the world. So, you know, bravo in that because it's like if you just had like a brick and mortar, what happened? Like, oh, this is gonna be a little rough that's, that's what i'm saying like it's crazy because the cool thing about with, with me and like a, a lot of other people is like there's really no overhead 
And like, um, I mean, my whole basement is my workshop. So it's like, I wake up in the morning, I'm walking right right downstairs. I'm down there for like eight hours because I got a bathroom and everything. So I'm straight. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, um, like it's just, it's, it's crazy how it is now because I, I'm really cool with a lot of thrifters on IG. Like I got people that send me boxes and stuff. I'd be like, hey, dude. Like, so I have this thing with people who with thrifters. I, I keep a lot of material. I have like tons of material. So with everything being closed now, it really doesn't affect me because like I have so many. I have like a duffel bags of swim trunks, and like I have all these other different materials from accumulating over the years. But I'm, I'm able to help other people out, like online thrifters and like things like that, because they send me like some, some garments for myself. But also, I tell them, hey, send me some, send me some pieces through. I'll make you like four or five hats. You can yep. flip them. You can do what you need to do, like to keep your thing going. And we go from there, like there, because a lot of these people got like tons of inventory. So and that's a, that's another cool thing. And then like lately, being able to work with some of the these big no, uh, noted brands like. PR PS jeans and being able to work with like a life, like stuff yeah. like that, like that, that's really cool. You know what I mean? So I really have nothing like really blocking my way, even with the pandemic going on right now. I mean, it's a shitty situation situation is going on, but totally. to be able to like stand tough through it, it's like a really blessed thing right now. Like I'm really blessed, to, blessed for that. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, out of virtue of trying to, you know, continually put out content. And, you know, I've talked to different designers, and I'll tell you about that in a sec, and talked to different podcasters where, yeah, man, until this is over, man, I'm just not going to really podcast. I'm like, what? You're you're a podcaster. You don't make money. You know, this is a thing. Put your content out there. Entertain the masses. And, you know, that's the thing that I try to do. And, you know, even locally, like, my thing is, you know, if you're in Baltimore, if you ain't supporting each other, you're, you're fucking doing it wrong. And, that's I think that's where it's at. Like, you know, I've talked to several people. Like, I've done live shows. I've done live shows at Big. I had my um, 10th anniversary show in August, last August at Big. And nice. um, I was trying to get one of the, like, you know, local designers. I was like, yo, do you want to post up? It's going to be, at, you know, eyes and asses here. You know, let's see what's good. And I was like, yo, can I get a custom piece? I can, you know, whatever you want. Just tell me what it is. Here's some ideas. And no response. No fucking response. Because, um... One of the uh, for the the main show that Dan and I do, our mascots like a crocodile or what have you, and I was like, "Yo, that's just saying flip Lacoste. That's just saying it. Just do it, you know." Or I wear a lot of Carhartt shit. It's like, "Yo, can somebody hook up your boy?" You know? Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. It's just like, "Yo, everybody support everyone." So this this the thing that you presented where you're helping people get their thing over based off all of the inventory they have, and you're you know giving them like materials that they can flip. You know, here's some hats, flip those, get your thing, keep your thing going. I I, I dig that shit. And I think that's what we'll all have to do here because and more more like we, we're all in this together. And it's more evident now, you know, where people may have cracks in some of their business practices than maybe if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic. Right. Um, let's see. I think this is maybe the last question I had, because I told you it wasn't gonna be too too long, man. Uh let's see. Uh it's it's a little similar to a previous question, but I think it's a bit different. Um, it's a two part question. Um, what has been the best design trend in the last five to ten years, and what's been the worst that you're that that you're your stamp of approval on? Like, what you think? Like anything? Yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, the worst design trend is like this dad sheet thing. <laughs> really. <laughs> like, like, um, well, like, not from like, um, 
not from like, like not, I'm not meaning like New Balance 992s and stuff like that. I'm talking about like these these high end fashion like oh, uh, yeah, yeah. shoes, like the the giant shoes. You know what I mean? Like the Balenciagas <laughs> and like all this stuff. Like it's just it's crazy, man. Like I mean, but no, no, no. Never never hate on monarch monarchs or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> uh, I'm in I'm in kind of shit. <laughs> Holy shit, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> But like um the best trends I've seen is I don't know. Uh the I don't know, man. I'm gonna say sustainable fashion, like re- yeah. reworked fashion. Like that that is taking a form. Like the big brands are even jumping on it right now. Mm-hmm. Like 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 hell, I'm I'm living proof of like that. I'm working with like a lot of big brands who ten years ago probably wouldn't even touch this shit with a ten foot pole. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you know what I mean, like you gotta think about it like that because like for them to take a chance now because they see that it's working. So why not? Why not jump in the pool? You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. Some, like I saw that with some I got I got some Nikes or what have you. Every like every April I end up getting two pairs of Nikes and then I'll like get rid of like two old pairs. There's there's gotta be some big motherfucker out there with like size 13. So it's like, here you go, here, here's some shoes, here's some some ASICs or whatever, here's some sneakers I'm getting rid of, and I'll replenish with some new Nikes. So I looked at the Nikes and I was like, all right, you know, checking them out, doing all of that. And I read on there, made from sustainable materials. I'm like, yo, what are we yeah. doing? What are we doing? Nice. Cause you know, one of the things I've noticed, like with this, you know, this whole like pandemic and social distancing and all of that, that we're almost slaves in this country to consumerism. We got to buy shit. Oh yeah. We just gotta no buy shit. <laughs> and yeah, no that's, that's the problem. Like, you know, I remember me and my girl were joking about it, like, yo, what you gonna do with your 1200? Boss ignorant shit. And I was like, yo, I gotta, I gotta see the gold teeth coming. Like, it's wild. <laughs> I, was her, I was telling my wife this. I was like, man, she's like, she's like, I can't believe people still buying hats and stuff, getting custom hats. I'm like, man, let me tell you something. If, if, if it's the end of the fucking world, man, motherfuckers wanna go out fly. Like, Absolutely. they ain't gonna never stop, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I used to do this thing because I used to buy a lot of stuff from like Karma Loop and like shit oh, like that, and Karma fucking Loop. like and plunder and all of that. And uh, oh, I remember man. I had this like this wild like Frank One Fifty One hat, and they had like the big R in there. And someone's like, "Yo, where'd you get that? That shit's fly." I was like, "Oh, this old thing." I used to always hit people with that. Yeah, man. Like, oh my god. Like, I'm loving like right now. I'm loving W like uh, Carhartt W Carhartt not W taps. I'm Carhartt oh, I know uh, WIP WIP. Yeah, work in progress. Hell yeah. Oh my god, man. They're like killing it right now. And then like uh, I don't know. It's a lot of sh- I- I've been addicted. I don't know. My my latest addiction has been like Air Jordan ones, man. Like oh. I actually got I got like a pl- I got one of my homies right now. I- I've been trying to like get like a. I've been trying to do like an experimental shoe thing, so I've been reaching out to like Puma and like uh, who else? Uh, Reebok, uh, like uh, a couple people. But I mean, it's stagnant. But I'm gonna I'm keep pushing hard, and like I'm pro- now, it's probably not even the time for it to happen. So I'm gonna just keep like pushing, in and one day I follow my lap. Keep doing a couple more collaborations. But my biggest goal, biggest dream, is to do like a shoe collab, man. Like and and made out of sustainable materials. Like oh, yeah. that's the whole thing, man. So. Yeah, yeah that's that's a that's a thing that's there, and definitely if it if any of their shit fit me, Carhartt WIP would be like top of my list. And it's like, yo, can we just Action Bronson wears our shit? I'm not as big as he is. Cook your boy up. <laughs> yeah, man, they they got they they're killing the game right now. They, they had a sale like a month ago, man. Like, and I couldn't get shit, man. Everything sold out. It sells yeah. out so fast. 
it's almost like it almost has that uh like a, a steam around it that like it's not to the same degree, but almost like that Supreme has. It's like, yo, it's up, it's all right. mega, it's gone. And I mean, you know, and I'm not, I'm not gassing you or anything, but like I feel that about what you got. Like it's it's like you have 10, 20, however many you're gonna do, and then that's that. Like I was going to the site. I was like, "That's floss." Like sold out shit. Okay, that's floss shit sold out. I was like, "Damn it, I'm slipping. I need to get it tightened. I need to tighten up." Yeah, man. The first time I started doing drops, well, I make like I used to make like uh, what a year ago, or so two years ago, starting off like with the whole repurposing. I was making drops, doing drops like 20, 25 hats, and like, dude, they'd be gone in like an hour and a half. Like that'd be they just fly. But, like it'd just be crazy, man. And I always I tried to like stay in the realm of certain things, like. Where it'll be like I'll be on the big bill phase a lot because I love long bills. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm all about the long bill hat, man. Um, always been a fan of long bills and like five panel caps for years. So that's one. Of, that's why you always see me making like I, I can make like the five panel snapback style, or I can make a six panel. But that's why you always see me make nothing with five panels. Like I just love five panels. Campers are the, are the best. I dig it. You know, I just want to, you know, get that that brimless Oreo fitted would be fire right now. <laughs> 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 the brimless fitted. Um, so that's all I had, man. Um, let, um, social media. Where can he find you? Where can he buy your stuff, man? Website, all of that stuff. Hit him up. Oh man, Shame you, can buy, you, you can purchase Creative King headwear and accessories at www.creative-king.com, and you can reach me on Instagram on my. I have two pages. My first page is the creative king underscore. And my second page is creative king brand. Check me out on, on those two IG pages. And yeah, man, just keep looking out. I'm going to always keep bringing stuff up. Like I got something going with uh, a life right now doing some repurposed hats. And I also designed like some hats for their 2021 spring collection. And um, I'm steady collabing with PRPS jeans and Mate brand formerly mighty healthy i mean it's just all fire coming out of that instagram so i gotta check them definitely follow them definitely buy some hats buy a water bottle you you, you dehydrated bastards uh, <laughs> <laughs> so i want to thank my man jerell from creative king the creative king actually and um yeah that's pretty much it i'm rob lee and this has been an episode of getting to the truth in this art and i'm saying there's always going to be art in baltimore you just got to look for it Hell yeah, man.